0: Hello and welcome to the Market Monthly Podcast. My name is John Gardner. I'm a certified financial planner and a certified portfolio manager uh, and the founder and chief investment officer of Blackhawk Wealth Advisors. So, my market monthly podcast is really all about highlights and insights. So, it's a review of the market's highlights over the past month. Uh, Here it is, November 30th, the last day of the month. Tomorrow is December already. So, in this podcast, we'll look back at the month just past and and, uh, I'll offer some insights uh, that I have in mind for the month ahead uh, here as we kick off December tomorrow. So my forward insights really are perspectives based on current financial market conditions, uh, such as economic trends. Uh, I I place a real emphasis on relevant and timely developments in areas such as Fed policy or company earnings reports, uh, economic data being released, all these things that are happening almost on a daily basis that are impactful, that, that matter, that can influence the direction of stocks and bonds and, uh, in the global financial markets. So, so having said that, uh, that is the nature, uh, the mission that I have in place f- with respect to the Market Monthly Podcast. So well, let's get started. Here we are, the 30th of November, November's in history books. Uh, And what a great month it was for the stock market. Uh, Well, I'll get right back to that. Let me just, uh, as we get started, uh, offer a little bit more about me. Again, I'm John Gardner, CFP and CPM. Uh, My 40th year in the business, actually starting in 24, as I started in 1984. So looking forward to saying it's my 40th year in the business. Uh, Close enough now. I truly enjoy what I do. I I know it's a worn out phrase, but I'm I'm passionate about what I do, uh, who I do it for. Uh, I I enjoy it. So, uh, All right, well, on to the Market Monthly. I look back at November and a peek ahead at December. Well, as I mentioned in my October Market Monthly, uh, the month of October has often been referred to as the bear killer. Okay, the bear killer, uh, it, referencing or inferring that that a lot of bear markets in our history, uh, the real doozies, the 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 Great Crash of 1929, uh, the Black Monday, which would have been October 19th of 1987, uh, some of the biggest. Mm-hmm baddest bear markets of all time uh, occurred in October, but they also ended in October. So you can look at October as a friend, not foe, and look at it as the bear killer. Uh, And again, that happened this past October. After three months in a row of a falling market, so August, September, October, over that period of three months, the S&P 500 fell about nine percent, and then bottomed. It an absolute crystal clear. You look at a a a, a stock of the major uh, market indices, and you see an absolute clear bottom was made in uh, or on October 27th, and that started a new bull market that has gained. Uh, at least by S&P 500 standards, or measure uh, over 11% since then. In, in the same time, the NASDAQ has shot up nearly 14% uh, over that time. So, Well, it's been a long time, folks, since I've uh, heard this, but uh, I'm starting to hear it again, uh, and that is, quote, it's a Goldilocks market, unquote. Uh, we all know nothing's perfect, uh, but a lot... Uh, now, of, of, of the market, the stock market factors uh, are, are truly not too hot, not too cold. <laughs> Perfect porridge, right? The Goldilocks economy. Uh, the economy is doing well. We had GDP numbers come in this week over 5% for the third quarter. Uh, that's gross domestic product or economic growth. So the economy is doing fine. Consumers are still spending. Retail spending is high. We're getting indications from the holiday season sales. We've already had uh, what Black Friday. We've had Cyber Monday. Uh, they're they're growing at, at 8, 9, 10% above last year's levels. So the consumer is certainly spending. Unemployment is still low. Inflation is abating. Uh, the Fed appears to be on hold. So all right, Goldilocks situation. So, well, now uh, definitely we can say that November was a strong month uh, for the stock market. Well, how strong was it? Well, out of the 21 trading days in the month of November, uh, the S&P 500 closed down only five days out of 21. And the worst day was down only eight-tenths of a percent. <laughs> and even that day was on, uh, on low volume. And the other four days were down less than two-tenths of a percent. So you had uh, most days up, and once it were down, were down very little, and even then on light volume. Uh, as I said in my October podcast, uh, November has historically been uh, one of the best months of the year. the stock market since 1950, uh, averaging a gain of 1.7% over November's. Uh, This year, uh, it it crushed that record, uh, up uh, nearly 9% across the board, NASDAQ even better. So, all right, well, let's look at the highlights of the past month uh, just passed, and then we'll uh, jump into December. Okay, well, November essentially opened uh, strongly as it finished October. It closed the month of October, the S&P 500 did, up three days in a row. Uh, The first day, or I should say first week of November, uh, ended on Friday the 3rd, only three days. The S&P was up almost 4%. So it it, uh, started strong. Um, Wednesday, the first, the NASDAQ uh, uh, gained... Uh, it was up for the fourth day in a row. Uh, it, it, it actually uh, was a follow-through day, which is very insightful. It, it, it essentially says we've had uh, a confirmation uh, in the market's trend. It changed from weak to strong, and that confirmed the uh, start of a new market rally. Okay, so in that first week of the month, Obviously, was uh, the 2nd, November the 2nd. Uh, the market rallied on what was received as the market took comments from Fed Chairman Pell as being dovish, as being very market-friendly. Uh, a quote from Chairman Pell on that day was, we've come very far with this rate-hiking cycle, He said, we're proceeding carefully because we can proceed carefully at this time. (laughs) Monetary policy is restrictive, and we see its effects. So, quote, unquote. All right, well, again, investors took that as a sign that uh, the Fed uh, may be done raising rates. All right, well, Friday the 3rd, the stock market closed the week uh, with its biggest weekly gain of the year. All right, well, by the 8th of November, the S&P 500 had been up eight days in a row. The NASDAQ had been up nine days in a row, its longest winning streak in two years. Uh, The S&P 500 was up 8% uh, from the October 26th low. Again, October, the bear killer. All right, on the 9th, we got more comments from uh, Mr. Powell and extremely contradictory comments from what he'd said just uh, a week prior. On the 9th, Powell said he was not confident. <laughs> he he inferred that uh, uh, that maybe the Fed had not had not done enough yet to combat inflation. All right, well, that scared the market, knocked the Nasdaq down one percent. Uh, and left the market wondering if uh, maybe indeed the Fed uh, wasn't done raising rates. So really a major flip-flop uh, from, the, from the Fed. But that scare didn't last long. The next day, Friday the 10th of the month, uh, the NASDAQ jumped 2%. It was the best day since May of this year. Uh, winners outpaced losers. Or we could say advancing stocks, outnumbered, declining stocks by 3 to 1. Okay, well, uh, on the 13th, the market was was, was flat. It kind of closed, unchanged across the board. And that was ahead of CPI uh, numbers or, or, or a report on inflation. Inflation data was going to be released the next day. Uh, and... Uh, it was sort of a victory because that was the same day that the uh, that Moody's, the major bond rating service, had uh, uh, reduced its outlook, had lowered its rating uh, on uh, on U.S. debt. Okay, they offered a negative uh, negative report, reduced their their view of of uh, our government bonds. So well. All right. On the 14th, the economic data uh, on 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 inflation came out, showed inflation had had dropped a little, but that little drop in inflation was uh, a big uh, kick in the uh, uh, for the stock market. Uh, it, it was an incredible day, November 14th. Again, advancers beat declining stocks on the New York Stock Exchange by 11 to 1, all right? The NASDAQ uh, gapped up, closed above a, a critical uh, 14,000 level uh, and closed up almost 2.5%. The DA, the the, the, me, the S&P and the Dow uh, both up nearly 2%. So you can see the bullishness, the strength uh, of the market through uh, the middle of, of the month. Well, come the 15th, 16th, 17th, uh, as we move into the second half of of the month of November, the market uh, was displayed, I think, a a real bullish behavioral pattern by not giving away any gains. It didn't do much. It went sideways. It went flat. It may have been up slightly over those three or four days, but it didn't give back anything. kind of just digesting... Uh, what had been a, a great move uh, in the first half of, of the month. So again, that's, that's bullish. Well, uh, by the 20th, uh, the uptrend resumed kind of after taking a little breather, a timeout. The NASDAQ was up 1%. Uh, we saw the NASDAQ 100, which is the 100 largest NASDAQ components. Its own little basket uh, made its highest closing day of the year. It's highest since January the fourth of twenty two, uh, and we were approaching Thanksgiving uh, Eve and Thanksgiving Day. Uh supposed to be a slow week, but historically, uh, the S and P five hundred has been a has been. Uh, uh, it's the Thanksgiving week's been positive for the market since nineteen fifty. The S and P five hundred index has climbed uh, on average uh, seven tenths of one percent. It's a it's a short week. You've got one day the market's closed, of course, for Thanksgiving, and typically Friday, if not typically, but always, uh, the Friday after is what they call an abbreviated session. So it's open for three hours ish, whatever it might be, but it's not a full day. So you have three and a half days uh, of market trading, but it's convincingly strong historically. Again, since one thousand, nine hundred and fifty, uh, more than twice as many Thanksgiving weeks have been up than than down uh, since then. Uh, so 50 Thanksgiving weeks have been up, and only 23 uh, losses, again, since 1950. Well, this year beat the average. Uh, this year, Thanksgiving week was up 1%. Well, all right, we got through Thanksgiving week and came back on Monday the 27th, and... Uh, Gosh, uh, we just closed the fourth consecutive uh, up week Uh, since the October uh, close. uh, The S&P was up 11%. Uh, On on Monday, that would be of uh, of this week, the uh, market was was flat. Uh, That's okay. A little, little digestion, not giving back anything. Uh, the 28th, that was Tuesday, uh, up a little bit. Uh, we, we began to get uh, really a confirmation that the Fed was one and done with their last rate hike. Uh, by the way, not since July. I mean, they've paused since then. Uh, and now, at least as of earlier this week, uh, the there's a fairly accurate... Uh, at least measured by probabilities uh, uh, of expectation of, of Fed action, but there's now a 78 percent probability that the that the Fed will will actually cut rates uh, at least one time by at least a quarter point by their May first, 2024 meeting. So let's call that six months, and this indicator is is calling for a rate cut, let alone a rate hike. All right, so, all right, well, today, the 30th of the month, the last day of the month, uh, the Dow Jones closed up quite strongly, uh, over 500 points, about 1.5%, and it closed at its highest level so far this year. It was a standalone uh, index out of the primary indices between it, S&P, and and the NASDAQ. It was up the most. Uh, A couple of components of the Dow. uh, Remember, the Dow Jones is a basket of only 30 companies. Uh, One of those is Salesforce. And it uh, was up almost 10% today after announcing great earnings and revenue gains uh, last night after the market closed yesterday. So uh, that had a pretty big impact on the basket of the Dow 30. So, all right. Well, all right. November is closed. About a 9% gain uh, across the board uh, for the month. uh, Ended a three-month losing streak. Uh, We'll take it. All right. So no doubt November was... uh, A pretty powerful month, a November to remember, as they say. All right, now on to December. Tomorrow we kick it off, and uh, there's some good news here, at least from a seasonality point of view. And As we know from the uh, Stock Traders' Almanac, which is a great source of information, uh, December has historically been uh, the second best month of the year for stocks. Okay, quiz time. What's the first best month? Well, November. So December is known as the second best month. All right. So it, uh, in fact, uh, it it's sort of part of that uh, six month. They call it the best six months of the market, which we, which, which kicks off in November and goes out to uh, to 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 April. Uh, hence, you for the term sell in May and go away <laughs> and come back in November and play. Uh, not to be cute about it, but the market's got some funny uh, sayings. But at any rate, we're in store for a historically good month. Uh, again, on average, uh, December has been up uh, 75% of the time uh, and and gained about 1.5% uh, on average. So that's that's nice to to keep in mind uh, it's also uh, a december uh, prior to an election year all right and the, and the gains tend to be even better in those decembers uh, with the uh, s&p on average gaining nearly 3% 2.9 uh, in in pre-election decembers okay uh, another bit of uh, information this is about the nasdaq Uh, going back to 1950, uh, when the NASDAQ is up uh, 20% or more in a year through November, which it is for sure this year, uh, December has finished positively or been positive uh, nearly 70% of the time uh, and gained on average 3.7, not quite 4% uh, in those months. So, that's pretty impressive. It uh, would be—it's a tall order, particularly after such a strong uh, November and a strong year. But don't forget, the market uh, did fall three months in a row. We're now really just back where we were uh, at the end of July. Uh, we gave a lot back in, as I mentioned, three months: August, September, October—nine percent—and uh, got all of that back in. This past month. So, anyway, let's let's uh, let's let's expect the best from the historical uh, precedent that December has to offer. Well, folks, that wraps up the November market monthly podcast. I want to sincerely thank you for tuning in. I also want to offer you a happy holidays, Merry Christmas. Uh, Happy New Year! I won't talk to you. Well, <laughs> you won't hear this me again until the January podcast, which I should get out uh, the last day of December, so I can wish you Happy New Year then as well. But uh, in the meantime, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays! I uh, remember my six P's of investment success: proper portfolio planning promotes positive performance. On that note, successful investing. And again, thank you for tuning in.